Talking industry, topical debate from the world of engineering, automation and manufacturing. A DFA Manufacturing Media production. This Talking Industry edition is sponsored by Drives and Controls Exhibition, the number one event for automation, power transmission and motion control. Taking place 4th to the 6th of June 2024 at the NEC Birmingham. In association with Manufacturing and Engineering Week, drive the future at www.drives-expo.com. Hello and welcome to another Talking Industry podcast. My name is Aaron Blutstein and I'm Managing Editor for Smart Machines and Factories Portal, Plant and Works Engineering and Hydraulics and Pneumatics magazines. I'm joined today by Hav Kenneth, Portfolio Director at 19 Group, the organiser behind Manufacturing and Engineering Week, to find out a bit more about the 2024 event held in June next year. Hav, thanks for joining me for this Talking Industry podcast today. Thanks so much for having me, Aaron. Uh, the first thing I have to ask you before we talk about 2024 is have you actually recovered from 2023's manufacturing and engineering event? Uh, I can, well, yeah, we, it, there's no rest for the wicked, unfortunately. So you finish the one event and you're straight into the next one. In fact, the planning for the 2024 event obviously has started about six months ago. So yes, I can say that we're, we are we are, we are are well and truly recovered. There was a few days that needed to just shut down. And I think I even canceled this podcast because I had no voice. Um, so I uh, I have my voice back as you can hear, but yeah, it was a brilliant week and we were, we were really pleased with the results, uh, both from the exhibitor and visitor side. I mean, I, I, I attended M&E week um, this year and I have to say I was genuinely impressed by the range of exhibitors and the amount of people who attended I mean I, I'll be honest with you I didn't expect quite so many um, so so off the back of an extremely successful M&E week can we expect bigger and even better for 2024? Yeah so for um, in well in 2023 we had Hall 4 at the NEC and there was four events within there so you had Main Tech, Smart Factory Expo and Design Engineering Expo. But mm -hmm. we also introduced Drives and Controls as the small zone with about 30 or 40, no, about 30 exhibitors in total, yeah. um, just to allow exhibitors to sort of dip a toe in the water into the general m and &E week event. But next year, we have both Hall 4 and Hall 5, um, with Hall 5 being dedicated, <clears throat> excuse me, to Drives and Controls air tech and fluid power and system so we're going from four or three and three in a small zone to six quite sizable events so there's no pressure uh, for us for, to deliver something special next year but if I think in 2023 we delivered over 10,000 visitors and that was a 60 percent increase year on year from the previous event um, we almost doubled our exhibitors so I think we 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 have a good track record in, in growing that. It's just now about us making sure that we, we grow the event and, and really double that number from 10,000 to 20,000 for, for 2024. I mean, it sounds like next year is going to be quite an extravagance. So when it, when you look at the the, the potential for the, the the size of the exhibition, I mean, I, I know that 19 Group bought drives and controls, air tech and fluid power systems in 2022. How do these shows fit into m and &E Week's portfolio um, for the 2024 event? And, and what relevant themes are you finding are important to potential visitors to the shows? So looking at sort of the relevance elements, if you look at the, I mean, 
we're, we're, they're all within the manufacturing sector. So yeah, yeah, that, that, that's a given. Yeah. But if you think about smart factory, for example, robotics, automation, digital transformation, cobots, AI, they're all forming part of the product lines that you would be seeing within drives and controls, for example. So the crossover in terms of visitors there is quite significant. You've then got main tech and air tech. Obviously, maintenance is a huge part of air tech in terms of keeping it reliable and making sure that safety is adhered to, that we are addressing all the correct um, regulations and, and regulatory compliance. So there's a good crossover there. I think what we're doing really is, is we're, we're creating a one-stop shop for the sector. So we'll have those six events. But again, we worked very closely with other event organizers last year. So you'll still have Subcon next door in Hall 3. There will be the 3D printing show across the way. So together as multiple event organizers, we're creating something special uh, at the NEC next year. Um, we touted this year's event as a, the Festival of Industrial Innovation. Uh, and I think we did create that festival vibe. Now, that's not to say that that's the main goal. We don't aim to be the Glastonbury of the sector. Um, but we do want to create an event where people come to have fun. They come to, to network. They come to source products. Uh, but that they stay longer. I think one of the challenges that has faced the UK in the past is people come to a trade show for a day, they're in and out, and then they're gone. What we want to do is to create more events, more networking events that keep people at the show for maybe two or three days, uh, or, or that they attend, attend multiple events across the week. So we established the M&E brand. I think we can truly say the Manufacturing and Engineering yeah. Week brand has been established. For 2024, whilst we'll be bringing the other three events under that umbrella, we're also going to be making sure that we focus very closely on the individual brands that exist within the event to make sure that we're not just creating a, a huge event and trying to throw everybody in, is that people that are coming to Fluid Power and Systems, for example, have dedicated content, have dedicated network and events, and have some real USPs about why they should attend uh, attend the event and why they should stay. So it's it's quite different um, in how we'll, we, I think we're, we're trying to present something that many would see as a dry trade show in the past and, mm -hmm. and just turn it into a bit more of a, a lively event with, with multiple events within. Okay. I mean, if you, if you look at um, this year's show, obviously it was kind of a, a, a relatively small drive to controls within within Eminem. It was relatively small. So how um, how big is it going to be in two thousand twenty four? And, and what what other kind of the main themes which you're trying to push for for next year's event? So we're hoping, I mean, the goal is to have around about 200 exhibitors next door. So yep. if you think we had 350 odd in M&E week this year, really trying to take that to about 650, 700 exhibitors across, yep. across the event. So adding in at least 200 exhibitions. But the difference is, obviously, as you know, with drives and controls and air tech, is the size of the stands that are taken are far, yeah. far larger because that's where you can really sort of see the technology in person. You can open the, the bonnet, so to say, and, and, and sort of look into the workings of the machine and really see, you know, the technology come to life, whether it's sensors, whether it's motion control, whether it's motors, mm -hmm. um, and to be able to really see 
the products working. Um, that's kind of the difference, I think. Okay. Um, so if we can just look at um, charity controls and the kind of the numbers of exhibitors, are, are we going to get, expect kind of the same exhibitors that we've had in the past or or increase those numbers to kind of a new 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 type of exhibitor at the at the event? The one the one benefit of having the event in June is there's no clash with Hanover Messer or Messer Hanover, which obviously has always been quite a challenge for some of the larger international companies who actually may have budgets, um, but actually couldn't participate because their office or their people needed to be at the German event. So we see we saw this year Festo came back for, for the first time to drives and controls for, for a vet, you know, first time in a long time. Uh, and one of the key reasons was that they simply, whether they had budget or not, they had to be over in the German event as that's such a large event. So they were able to book a stand with us, uh, a small stand this year, as we had a small zone, but obviously taking a much, much larger stand uh, in 2024. I mean, we just had SMC sign up uh, recently uh, on 162 square metres, whereas the average stand is around about 30 in, in M&E week in the other hall. So you're going to really see a different type of event. But I think moving the event by dateline has certainly opened up the opportunities for us to, to go back to customers that may have lapsed due to certain reasons. Um, and also I think quite often some, some uh, organizations, you know, they change their strategy, they try some different events. So by bringing uh, drives and controls into M&E week and, and having that broader offering, um, and well, yeah, we're hopeful that we will see some some significant um, footfall, but also some significant new uh, exhibitors coming back on board. Uh, and hopefully, we can uh, try to, to further internationalize the event. I think it was around about twenty percent international exhibitors um, when we bought it. Now, my my uh, career has been spent actually organizing trade shows around the world and. You know, it's great to be back now in sort of the UK's or well, second largest sector, but internationalizing the event as well will obviously bring some real benefit to the exhibitors and open up uh, new opportunities, new partnerships. So that's something that we would be looking um, to do. And we started the conversation with the department. It was the DIT, but now the Department of Business and Trade. Um, last year, but we were a bit late. So starting that dialogue earlier and now obviously having an even bigger offering, uh, we could hopefully bring in some international delegations as visitors, as well as increase the exhibitor footprint internationally as well. So it's much smaller event in, in 23, but for 24, we're, we're, you know, we're, we're going for gold. We didn't buy this <laughs> event. We didn't buy this event to run a small zone. We bought this event yeah. to, to create a, an industry leading event. So that, that's the goal. So, no, that sounds exciting. I mean, move, moving on to AirTech and Fluid Power and Systems Exhibition. I mean, they, they've always been quite niche shows in the UK um, by their very nature. Um, so what would you say kind of makes them... Um, so appealing, I suppose, to to uh, to such a wide audience. I mean, what 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 would and, and almost what can you do as an organizer to to enhance it more? I think looking at how we um, create the well, looking at the visitor experience. I think once you if you can secure the exhibitors, you know, securing the exhibitors is number one. The more exhibitors mm. we have, the more offering we have for the visitors. 
but I think making sure we understand what our, our visitors want. So we are we are conducting regular research with our visitor universe. We're, we're sending out a, a survey next week. We really want to understand, you know, what are the, the yeah. key objectives? What are the key initiatives and key strategic objectives that they have at the moment, whether they're in, in process or whether they're looking to implement them in the near future, but equally, what are the key issues that are keeping them up at night? Hmm. So looking, you, know, you, you mentioned fluid power and air tech there. There are some issues that affect the entire industry. So, mm -hmm. you know, the number one is probably, well, there's no number one, they're all important, but people and skills or skill yeah, shortages, yeah. this is something that is not unique to, to you know, to, to the compressed air industry or the fluid power industry is a problem that's affecting manufacturing and engineering exactly. as a whole. So, you know, maybe the, the, the difference here is, is that there's, there's in, with AirTech, for example, you know, you require uh, a very a highly skilled workforce with with ex experience with expertise sorry in system yeah. design and installation in operation and maintenance but with a shortage of those trained technicians and engineer and engineer engineers addressing that skill gap is really really challenging yeah. so something that we're looking to do at the event is rather than have say a traditional sit down conference is looking at training uh, can we do, you yeah. know, educa what educational initiatives can we run in partnership with some of the trip associations such as BCAS or the BFPA yeah. uh, so that we can address some of these skill shortages and, and, and uh, also offer CB C CPD at the same time. So whether it's, you know, uh, masterclasses, whether it's masterclass looking at maintenance and reliability, whether it's, you know, actually how to use, how to safely use a pump and and, and avoid you know explosions I don't know there's so much that we can do so we would look at content in terms of your traditional theater where we might look at you know uh in, inviting some keynotes but equally having some product demonstration areas and then master classes the real, so, real hands-on sort of um training sessions by the sound I think it. we have to because that's actually what what what's the that's the requirement at yeah, the moment we know that you know, we could sit and talk at people. And, and to be fair, you know, there will be broader sector conversations um, uh, happening around, you know, sustainability and how we get to net zero by 2050. Yeah, you know, energy efficiency, a key issue in the sector at the moment. Um, maybe there will be broader energy efficiency talks, but then actually honing them down to the compressed air um, sector or the fluid power sector because it, it affects them differently and their costs are far higher for example with compressed air so what can we do there what are the challenges what are the opportunities um you know safety and regulatory compliance for for air tech obviously a key key issue um same for fluid and power so i think what we will do is we'll work with our content um internal content manager um and our external partners but we also have a very highly esteemed esteemed advisory council so last year that was made up of uh, sort of 35 luminaries from the industry mm. not just from the the the, the 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 most renowned but down to students we had young you know we had the young representation and made sure that it was also fairly gender balanced i think we had 49 51 so 
you know, we were nearly there. Um, and, and that would be something that we would be building upon for 2024 to make sure that it's addressing the new sectors. So also making sure that we're not driving the content, the content's being driven by the sector and we're yeah. responding to the respective, the receptor's needs and then trying to package that up into different platforms that, that suit that, that specific um, job title or that niche. So um, yeah, it's quite exciting what, we're, what we want, what we want to do to sort of re-engineer some of the content. Yeah, I mean, that, that leads me on to my next question, I suppose, is uh, the range of seminars. I mean, this year were, were uh, well, it kept me busy, put it that way. <laughs> um, Good. <laughs> so what can we expect at next year's show? I mean, you're, you're, I mean, you're, you know, you've spoken about your advisory council and how they're kind of pushing um, for, you know, relevant material and, and, and seminars. But you've also just mentioned about practical workshop. That is new, isn't it? um for that would be completely new and i'll be honest with you that's not something that was um asked for uh, with with the existing brands right. that we had um and we we, we did have I, I would say action and i think but honestly it was a bit overkill for me with the volume of content that we had i think <laughs> there was a little bit too much content okay. so there will be slightly less content within hall four next year but more targeted content Okay. Um, and also, I think, you know, we did some masterclasses with IFM Cambridge, for example, they hosted some masterclasses. We also hosted masterclasses about women in engineering as well. So there were masterclasses happening around the, the show floor already. Um, so that's just something that we would look to build upon within within Hall 5. I keep saying Hall 5. Hall 5 is drives and controls, air tech, yeah. fluid power and systems. So that's why you know, building relationships with the key associations who often deliver this training to the sector is important, but equally working with DFA. I mean, you guys ran a lot of content, so don't think you're going to get away with not contributing to, to the to the content moving forward, but we're definitely going to be coming to you guys for, for ideas and inspiration. So, um, you know, we're event organizers, but we're only as good as our last event. We all know that. And luckily our last event was good, but it's over now. So yeah. this is about us making sure that the next event is, 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 is bigger. It has to be bigger because by size it is, but also that it, that it answers the different needs. And the, the, these six, these six brands are quite different to one another and, and air tech mm -hmm. and fluid power are very niche. So we appreciate that. Whereas in some con uh, in some cases, you know, broad content will suit all. It may not suit air tech and it may not suit fluid power and systems. So making sure that we are creating enough net. And when I say content, I, I mean networking as well. I mean, you know, whether it's it's um, hosted by a programs, whether it's uh, small networking events, whether it's, it's breakfast briefings you know, that's yet to be determined. We're still 11 months out and it's too early to have that content program in, in place. But the key themes are being worked out. And also we're, we're, we're talking to different partners about how that can come alive on the show floor. Yeah, no, it sounds like a quite exciting program in store for next year. Unfortunately, we are kind of running out of time. Um, that's so never happened to me <laughs> So I'd just like to ask you one final question, if that's okay. I mean, I know you've obviously spoken about what you want to do next year, but what do you, um, what's, what would be your kind of ultimate 
um, goal for for 2024 for drives and controls, air tech, fluid power, and systems, and for M and E week in general. Just more of a summing up what you what you really would hope at the end of next year's event. I hope we can create the same experience um, that we we had this year at M and E week. It was packed to the gills. There was something for everyone. And that's something we absolutely need to recreate um, in 2024. We have a real opportunity to, to grow uh, what was already a great event into something even bigger. Um, so I think for me, if I can walk away at the end of that show with... Uh, the amount of feedback we had, positive feedback about the visitor experience being amazing with exhibitors wanting to participate for the following year. We know we've done a good job. Um, but I think, you know, for us at the moment, we're still building relationships with with these new sectors and um, they are new to us. So it's really about having the opportunity to talk to as many customers as possible right now to make sure that we do create the event that makes them want to keep coming back year on year. And that for me is, is probably the most important thing right now is, is talking to the talking to the industry as much as we can and making sure we, we create that world-class event. That's great, Hav. Um, thanks so much for your time and good luck with the build-up to next year's events. And for listeners wishing to attend next year's Drives and Controls, AirTech and Fluid Power and Systems Exhibitions, the show's return to the NEC is part of m and &E Week between the 4th and 6th of June 2024. Goodbye, and I hope you enjoyed this Talking Industry podcast. Thanks, Aaron. Thank you for listening to Talking Industry. This Talking Industry edition is sponsored by Drives and Controls Exhibition, the number one event for automation, power transmission, and motion control, taking place 4th to the 6th of June 2024 at the NEC Birmingham. In association with Manufacturing and Engineering Week, drive the future at www.drives-expo.com. Stay tuned across all podcast apps, follow us on social, subscribe to our newsletters, and keep up to date at talkingindustry.org.